This is Doing Daily. I'm your host, Jonathan Stark, and today I'm joined by daily emailer, Adrian Smith. Adrian, welcome to the show. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So for folks that are just hearing your name for the first time, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name is Adrian. I am an independent content strategist, and that tends to fall into two buckets. First, I'm a consultant. I work with um, B2B SaaS companies that are just getting started with their marketing and they need help um, figuring out how to speak to their offering and how to use content. And then the second bucket is that I help other freelancers offer content strategy as a service. So I have um, a business of authority, if you will, kind of (laughs) ramping up, helping them ramp up those services through some free tools and some paid tools. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks for that. So you're unique uh, in the in the scope of guests that we've had here on the show, you're unique in the sense that you are writing daily, but you're not publishing daily. So you're kind of like at the starting point that I think a lot of listeners might be, you're closer to the starting point anyway, from where I think most listeners currently are. So let's start with what, when when did you start writing daily? Why did you start writing daily? Mm-hmm. I started writing daily, I'd say at the beginning of the summer, so maybe in the beginning of June, a few months ago. And I started writing daily because I needed to spark creativity again, and I needed to get my positioning out of my head for that second bucket of what I I do, which is helping freelancers offer content strategy as a service. Um, I am a creative, I am a writer, I went to school for and got a journalism degree. I worked in media as a lifestyle editor for years. And I've gotten away from that kind of um, writing in my day to day in the past few years professionally. Mm. And as I was ramping up this, um, this revenue stream, I had so many ideas in my head and I was finding it hard to organize them, if you will, um, even though I... I help companies set their positioning professionally and I do brand messaging. It's like, I think I was overthinking it and I was trying to um, be perfect in my own head and I needed to kind of take some of the pressure off of that and just let myself free flow my ideas a little bit for that revenue stream um, without any pressure. So so would you call this more like journaling or was it you're capturing, you're trying to sort of crystallize your framework or your your... I, I would call it a content solar system. Other people call it different things. But the topics yeah. that you feel you want to go more deeply into. So like, like yeah, that was a lot of questions. But is it? are you publishing it anywhere? Mm-hmm. I am publishing now. I'm not publishing um, daily yet. But so so to answer the first part of the question, I would say it's it was kind of like journaling. It was more... Um, or it is more, every day I'm giving myself a writing exercise, if you will, to help me set the positioning and spark some creativity with regard to how I speak about this revenue stream. So if I saw a landing page that I really loved, I would try and write in that same format. Or if I saw um, something in a book that sparked, you know, the way something was spoken about, I tried and kind of to talk in that way. Or even if I just had a prompt in my mind, I tried to answer that prompt. Um, but it all was related to my revenue stream. It wasn't kind of freeform thinking about it. It was like marketing copy, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and that has 
for the first two months or so, that didn't go anywhere but the massive Google Doc um, <laughs> that I'm keeping that writing in. But in the past month, I have felt that spark of creativity finally, and I have also felt more secure in that revenue streams positioning. So I have started um, publishing it. For example, um, I wrote maybe six times in the past week, and I've published um, four times, I think. So oh. I've published a blog post. Um, I started a weekly newsletter, which uh -huh. is really exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I, I kicked <laughs> that off. Yeah. Um, I my newsletter ended up morphing into um, writing my speaking notes for a talk that I gave yesterday. So I am starting to see this writing kind of make it out into the world. Mm, interesting. Okay. And and I, I know you said you have these sort of two buckets at the beginning. Who is the mm -hmm. this weekly email for? Like, who do you imagine is the reader? Yep. So it's most often freelance writers although it can also be freelance content marketers or content strategists. And they usually have um, an established independent business. They're usually making six figures or just over. Um, they've been doing this for years, but they don't yet offer content strategy and they want to break into that in order to a, expand their area of expertise, but B, um, grow their revenue in a way that isn't just about writing more. I talk with so many writers who want to grow their business, and the only way they know how to is by um, doubling their writing work, right? More more words, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so let's, let's talk a little technically about how you do your writing. So sounds like you do it, you do it every day. Since you're not you're not one of these daily dogs that's just cranking stuff out every day and publishing it every day. Um, it's not really so much about when you do it, but I'm curious what your routine is or if you have a ritual around it or you just sort of fit it in when you can. Mm -hmm. I tried, um, I had a quick foray into time blocking a few weeks ago and it was a disaster. <laughs> Even though I'm a very organized person. Um, and I have found that having a set amount of time or even just a set time every day where I'm writing has not worked as well for me. And so what has worked um, better for me is I have a pinned tab with a Google Doc. Every day at the top, I just hit enter and kind of start writing from there. So everything is in one place. And I'm just trying to pay more attention to my thoughts. And when something is worth latching on to, I just go right over to that tab and start writing. Um, sometimes it means I'm on a walk or doing the dishes or something when you, you know, your hands are busy, but your brain is free. And um, I just try and get to my computer as quickly as possible when that happens. Yeah. The thing about like it that. that has, yeah, the thing about it that's been surprising is that I haven't needed to write in, in large chunks. It's like 15 minutes or fewer. Oh, that was my next question, actually. But I do want to I want to call out um, something really interesting that you said, or at least the way you said it, that you find that you're paying more attention to your thoughts. I think I think that's roughly what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like you've got a place for your thoughts to go. So you start to notice them more. And then you're like, Oh, where's my tab get to my computer. <laughs> exactly. If I know that my thought can grow, and I can help it flourish, it ends up sticking more instead of just kind of going into my brain and then leaving it again. Mm, yep. Okay, so uh, what are you using to send the weekly emails? Is it like Drip or ConvertKit or MailChimp? I'm actually using Squarespace because that's what my oh. um, my website 
is hosted on. Mm-hmm. I I would say that it's working for now because it's very simple and it's very connected with um, my website, which is where people can buy my digital product. So it's very easy for me to communicate with people who have bought my digital products or um, engaged with my website somehow. But I think if and when I want to get more automated, I'll look elsewhere. Got it. Yeah, it's a real. It gets a newer feature for Squarespace, so that's Very good to new. know. Though. Mm-hmm. So the the weekly messages do they do you schedule them to go out at the same time every uh, every week? That's the plan. I'm doing Sunday afternoons. I've only been doing it for about a month. Um, okay. So it might change, but I'm trying to have it in people's inboxes when they start their work weeks, usually on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already done. Well, it's Friday, but. Um, <laughs> I was done at, at, on Wednesday, I think, um, for this weekend, and I'm trying to not make the weekly newsletter too big of a thing. So I'm really trying to have my daily writing contribute to the newsletter when I can and not overthink it. Um, and when it's ready, I just kind of schedule it and forget about it. Mm, excellent. So let's loop back to that. You mentioned, you know, w- when your hands are busy. So h- how do you come up with enough to write about every day? Is it, I mean, you, you, said a couple of things, you know, kind of giving yourself writing prompts and you just notice things. But um, do you do you find that some days you're just like, oh, I have no ideas? Hmm. I, I don't. Um, I do find that, okay, a few things. One, I think that once the ideas start, they really snowball. So the first few days that I was writing, it, it was a little harder to think about what to write. And even when I look back at what I was writing when I was first getting started, um, I don't think much of it is usable per se, even if it was a helpful exercise. But mm. um, I also have grown to really like the process of paying more attention to my thoughts and then writing when something strikes instead of having a time where I have to sit down and go, oh, what should I write about today? And so I think that that way of approaching writing for me has helped me avoid kind of worrying about what to write or not having anything to write. Mm. How, what are, what are the big topics that you're, or do you have sort of categories of things within your overall promise to the reader? Do you have categories of things that you find yourself gravitating to? You know, like, I don't know strategy or pricing or positioning are there things like that or is it just kind of like whatever tickles your fancy that day and then you translate it into something that you guess would be of interest to your average reader yeah i do have a few um, categories or topics that i'm turning back to i think that over time they'll probably get more refined right now they are very generally falling into the buckets of Um, I want to learn how to build a content strategy that's pretty tactical. And I kind of Mm -hmm. walk through my framework. There are a million ways, but here's how I do it. And then the second main topic is um, I want to have a freelance content business that can scale past 100K, past 200K and beyond. Um, And how do I set up a business that offers strategic services and writing services so that I can do that? Got it. Okay, so uh, I, I, you might have said, I apologize if you did say, but did you have an email list before and you're just getting back to it now or did you start well, a month ago, You just the first time you started emailing people? I do have a small email list. It's about 600 people, which I'm really grateful for because it's made me feel like um, 
you know, I'm not just sending this out to my best friend or something, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is also fine. Um, but I have that small email list from people who have purchased some digital products that I have that um, are kind of content strategies in a box, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, a free email course that I have that people can sign up for and they learn the basics of content strategy in seven days. Got it. Okay. And how long ago did you put that up, the, the mini course? I put that up about a year ago, maybe. And mm-hmm. I've really started investing in um, growing that as a revenue stream and as a business, maybe in the past four or five months. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do people find out about that, the mini course? It's mostly through um, communities that I'm a part of. So I'm a part of um, private communities on Slack and Discord um, for content creators, writers, creatives, etc. Mm-hmm. And Facebook groups, I should say. Um, and then I think it's word of mouth outside of that. Got it. And you, you said you, st- it sounded like you said you started to take it a little bit more seriously recently are do you have any plans to do other things that one might do to increase increase subscribers you know like common things are like guesting on other people's podcasts like this or or uh, advertising you know paid ads to the the mini course or guest blogging or any anything like that or do you want to just keep it organic yeah um i do have some ideas and this is what I was also kind of looking for motivation for with my writing. I had been, to be honest, kind of dragging my heels at the concept of having to grow an audience because I am a content marketer and I do this all day for my clients and, you know, I didn't want to like also do it for myself, but writing has gotten me motivated to do it and to realize that it's not about marketing and just throwing my stuff out into the world. It's about connecting with people. So... I've been really trying to focus on ways of marketing or distributing these resources in a way that feels like I'm connecting with people, which is why I started my newsletter again. Um, And I've been working really hard to um, everyone who replies, you know, we have a really great conversation. Um, I've also been joining um, courses or classes. So other people who have courses for freelance writers, I've been joining and teaching them about content strategy. Um, It turns out that there are a lot of resources for writers who want to make more by writing more, and there's not a lot of resources for writers who want to make more by offering strategy services. So I can kind of slot in there too. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so yeah, let's talk about replies for a second. What's your experience with replies? You know, they're a lot, a little, it's take a lot of time to respond. Do you get, you know, people... Any kind of cranky, trolly replies? Anything Anything you could tell us about the replies? So here's a funny story, Jonathan. I, I launched this email course about a year ago on Squarespace. And I realized maybe six weeks ago that all replies were sending to an email that I did not monitor. You know, it wasn't sending to my business email. It was sending to something at, you know, Squarespace, blah, 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 some long, you know. And so for a year, I hadn't been seeing people's replies to this course oh. <laughs> which is like you know it's like when you wake up late for school you know and your body just kind of jolts immediately yeah. with all of this adrenaline it was like the it was the worst feeling and it actually turned into 
the best day because I spent all day replying to um, dozens and dozens of people who over the course of a year had reached out. 100% of them were so kind. Some of them were just thank you for, for this course. Some of them were questions. Some of them were people sharing that they'd landed their first content strategy project. Wow, that's great. And I, I replied to all of them and um, they were all really gracious about me never having answered them. Ghosting um, them. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's, that has also been really motivating because I'd been marketing this course and not really hearing back. You know, and you see subscribers grow, but the, those are numbers on a page. And since I discovered this unmonitored email <laughs> inbox... Um, I've yeah. been able to actually connect with real people, and it's just amazing. Does that, um, you know, it seems like it would encourage you to keep at it, right? It's that's certainly how it works with me. Yep. Um, yeah. And so, what's the on a on a non waking up late for school day on a normal week now that you've gotten through that? How much time do you spend? Would you say replying to email? It's really just a few minutes here and there throughout the day. It doesn't feel like it has to be a chunk of time that I remember to sit down with, you know, twice a week or every day or something like that, um, which has been wonderful because I tend to um, have hard boundaries around my email usually in my consulting business so that I don't end up staring at my inbox or reacting to things all day. Right. And I find that with replies to um, my course, I want to check it immediately and I want to connect with people immediately. Like I, I really want to kick off those conversations. So um, that's been really wonderful. That's funny. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, as we wrap up, I'd love to, if you could give some recommendations to the listener. So the listener is someone who's maybe thinking about starting a daily habit. They're, you know, hopefully also going to published daily, but at least getting it out, getting it written and start building that habit, maybe that'll build confidence. And then they'll be publishing more and more over time. So what, what sort of businesses do you think would benefit from a daily writing practice? Hmm. Or do you think there's any kind of businesses that wouldn't benefit from a daily writing practice? Right. My first, my first thought was, I think any business would benefit. Um, I especially think that people who feel like their business is offering um, is personal and is kind of tied into their expertise, their authority, et cetera, um, could benefit from this because so much of your offering or the way you position your business ends up being inside of you or inside of your brain and writing can really help get that out. Right. Okay. Well, what words of wisdom would you give to someone who's seriously considering starting a daily writing practice? Don't put pressure on yourself. And if it helps to just get started and not think too much about how you'll use the writing, um, just do that. And then once you've got your sea legs under you, you can really start to think about how you'll use it. Excellent. Well, this has been super good. Awesome. Where can people go to find out more about you and maybe even sign up for your mini course? Yeah. So my website is adriankksmith.com. A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E is my first name. Um, and they can also uh, connect with me on LinkedIn if they'd like. I share a lot of insights there too. Great. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thanks, Jonathan.